Seeking by Ginger Drawn, Chapter Six. Over a thousand years, old people. That was the first thought I have when I step outside the door. There are very, very, very old people all over the place, but no kids in sight. The houses are gray and nothing looks new, except for something. I see some of the people have their have a badge on their ragged shirts and a large number on it. They look pretty new. Hey, who are you? An old woman says in a hoarse voice, walking towards us. Her face is wrinkled and she wobbles crazily as she walks. I notice her badge. It says one nine zero zero four three. How old are you? She asks. That's strange. Why did she ask me how old are you instead of how are you? I think I might have heard her wrong. Uh, I'm fine, thank you. I answer. The very old grandma frowns and pushes her small glasses up to her forehead. Oh, she gasps. You're small. Uh, I guess I am. I say. What a weird place is this, and what strange people live here. I wonder what the number on the badge means. What does one nine zero zero four not four three means? I ask her. Oh, I guess you're too small to have one," she says with a strange laugh, pointing at the badge. "How old are you?" Again, I'm really starting to think she is asking my age, but I still think it's odd. And tell her, I'm fourteen. The grandma jumps a little, surprised. "You're fourteen? What?" she stammers. Fourteen thousand or fourteen million? What does she mean? I think I'm fourteen years old. Was that surprising? I'm fourteen. I repeat. I really don't know what is happening here. In fact, I don't even understand what I'm saying. This woman is mad. What's going on here? You're ah,、uh, fourteen years old. She says, trembling. Well. I'd better take you to see the master of olds. Who's that? I ask. Oh, he's a real nice person. The old woman says, taking my hand. He's lived a great amount of time. How long? I ask. Well, I'm not sure. She says, maybe about sixty thousand or seventy thousand. I don't know. Sixty thousand? Are you kidding me? I cry. What is wrong with my ear? Did I hear her wrong again, or is she joking? We're here, she says, as we come up to an enchanted old palace, the Tower of Old. It is filled with red bricks, and now I only see the gray color and vines all over it. I don't know how long it has been standing there, but it's falling apart. Wow, Kella says she startles me because I forgot she is there. We enter the castle. By the way, do you know any doctor here? I ask the old lady. Hmm, I think there's one in the palace working for the master of olds. She says, "Why?" My friend Kella here was hit by a huge rock earlier when we we're in the world next to yours. 
We met a little man living in a world of stones, and he attacked us. He's old like you, I tell her, helping kill up the flights of stairs in the great castle. What? she cries. You mean a little man loves to play with stones and has a sister who dies a short while ago? Yeah, I say. Do you know him? Of course I know him, the woman says. He was once a member in this country, but then one day he found out he had magic powers, and he used his powers to hurt people. The master of wolves was after him, so he ran away, never to be seen again. Tell me where he is. The master of wolves will take care of him. He did some seriously dangerous things. No way! Kala screams. Her voice. Echoes in the palace. She wobbles, and I help her back on track. He helped us, and we have to help him too. But he hurt you, the woman says, trying to convince her. You can't forgive him, right? Now you might not be able to stand straight without other people's help. You still want to help him? I'm nineteen thousand. Forty-three years old, and I've never met anyone so kind. That's what the number on the badge means. I'm not surprised. I've been, I've seen so many strange things on this trip. Kella suddenly stops her steps, and I nearly fall off the stairs. Kella thinks for a while. Did he hurt me? Oh God. I guess Kella should be really happy now, since she just remembers the good stuff, with her brain filled with happy memories. We'll help you, Kella. I say, as we move on. He did some bad, something bad, so he deserves this. Good, the lady says. Now you'll explain everything when we meet the master of olds. You might get surprises. Like what? Kala says excitedly. Hmm. You guys are a lot of help to us. You helped us with the young man who ran away a few hundred years ago, and you could help us find out why people here are old. Old. So I think the master of old should let you see the doctor for free or something. I wait for her to say more, but it seems like she's finished. Just that, I ask, surprised. We contribute so much, and we only get this. You must know how expensive it is to see a doctor here. I don't know how much it costs in your world, but it costs at least two million dollars just to see the doctor once. She says, "You're joking," Kella says. I'm not," she says seriously. "You see, there's only one doctor in this whole country, and he's over thirty thousand years old. So he does things slowly. Every day, there will be hundreds of people outside the Tower of Olds waiting to see him. I can see she's serious, but I still cannot believe it. We come up to a huge stone-made door. The world master of olds is carved." On into it. The old woman knocks, and we hear a deep, creaky voice call out, "Who is it?" I'm Mrs. R. J. One nine zero zero four nine four three. Here with two visitors, she says. 
There's some typing sound, and the low man's voice says, Come in. We enter and see a very, very old man with a white beard, wearing a gray long gown that reaches down to his knees, sitting there on a wooden rocking chair. He smiles with, in a friendly way, but then gasps. Ch- children, he cries. You brought children. From where? We explain where we come from and why, and soon later the master of altars accepts us. Well, I'll let you see the doctor, he says, after you tell us where the man is, and then we'd happily let you move on. So we tell the master of olds where the man who lives in the world of stones is, and after that, Mrs. R.J. leads us to another room in the castle. On the door, it says, Doctor. I don't know why, but there's no one waiting outside. Prepare, the lady says. Prepare? Prepare for what? I didn't finish my sentence when Mrs. R.J. pulls open the door and crowds of people crammed inside are noisier than ever. Excuse me, part away, please, Mrs. R.J. shouts as we cross the crowd and come in front of the doctor himself. Doctor, these two children are visitors from outside, so you must see them first, Mrs. R.J. says to the doctor and shows him the piece of paper the master of olds gave her. The doctor reads it quickly and tells it to sit down on a sky blue couch. What's the problem, he asks. Kella's head was hit by a giant rock, I say. Now she can't remember any bad things she had been through. She only remembers things that are good. Hmm, you just need to take these pills and a few days later she will be fine, he says, handing me a bag of yellow pills. Thanks, I say, receiving the bag and making Kella swallow one. We pass the crowds in the room, walk down the stairs and out of the Tower of Olds with Mrs. R.J. Although we're visitors, will you tell us where your door is? I ask. That is not allowed, she says, but I'm sure you'll find it. It's in a pretty open place. She leads us to a weird-looking old house. This is as far as I can take you. It only took an hour for us to find it. It is behind that old house, right next to it. It has a picture of Master of Old on it. Without a word, I pushed open the door and pulled Kella in.